0: Leave it all on the line. You got to leave it all, leave it all, leave it all on the line. Hey SeaCast. I'm your host, Christy Swadley, and welcome to Yo Balance Co. We'll be talking about everything to do with health, fitness, well-being, and the power of your thoughts and the mind. So listen up, tune in, and let's go together. In this episode, I interview social media and fitness queen, Ashley Bynes. So Ashy is a mother to Taj and she lives such a busy lifestyle. If you see her on her socials, she's constantly working on new projects, working with different brands, you know, YouTube channel, podcast, everything. And I just basically ask her questions in how she can do all this and still live such a fit and healthy lifestyle. We both share our tips in how to be time savvy as business owners and just basically how to reduce your stress with a busy schedule.
1: Ashi, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today.
0: Yes, I am so excited. So Ashley and I have actually known each other for a few years now and I literally remember going to one of her events and fangirling so hard (laughs) and then we fully clicked it off and we've been friends ever since.
1: Yes, I so remember that day. It was such a cool day and I just love when you meet people and you're instantly like, yeah, we could be best friends.
0: (laughs) I know, I know. So guys, today's podcast is going to basically be about how to be time savvy and also a boss babe kind of thing. So... Ashi is queen of that. She is running her own business. She's a mum. She currently has released her own active wear line, so baseline. So congratulations on that, Ashy, as well. That is amazing. And I've seen your magazine in Woolworths. What?
1: I know. It's crazy. I'm still pinching myself of
0: that. Yeah, insane. (laughs) Congratulations. Yeah, so basically, I'm someone myself who is a business owner and I'm wanting to ask you questions, knowing how to be time savvy and how you do it all and how you cope with the stress about it and how you still live a normal life kind of thing. I'm excited for this conversation
1: because I'm really passionate about talking about all of that because I feel like I'm pretty good at it after many, many years of trial and error and figuring out what works and what doesn't. So Let's get into it.
0: Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. Hey, just basically trial and error. And it's also about having a busy schedule, being time savvy, but also still enjoying your life. And that's what I want to know. They're the tips and tricks that I want to know because I'm someone who I struggle a lot with stress and being anxious when I am basically having a busy schedule. So I'm wanting to ask you these questions today to get some little tips. So first up, Ash, what's a day in the life of Ashy Bynes right now?
1: Right now, I've got a really bad back. So I actually haven't been training a lot. But I think generally when I don't have a bad back, I train three times a week and then I just walk every other day. But I always start my morning with hydration, a big glass of lemon water, do some stretches, and I go for a morning walk. That's like my morning every single day. And I just need that space and that time just to reground my energy, gather my thoughts, and kind of just start my day moving energy. Otherwise, I feel not as calm and as happy throughout the whole day it can change whether I've got to drop my little boy off at daycare. Today is actually my day with him. He's having a sleep right now. (laughs) so I can jam in some podcast interviews. But otherwise, I'm pretty much sitting in my office doing sampling meetings, chatting with staff, having Skype interviews, podcasts, working on launches for baseline, trialing new clean treats. It depends on which brand I'm working for, but there's a lot going on all the time. So it's pretty hectic, but I'm pretty good at balancing it all out.
0: Yeah, you seem as though that you have kind of like a day-to-day schedule and you've been able to kind of create a good routine from that. So you like to start your mornings kind of like moving. I love that you said that when your back's okay, you only really work out three times a week, yet you look amazing. You look so fit. And you know what? That is something that is so achievable. You don't need to be working out, you know, six, seven days a week in order to look healthy and look fit. And you're a perfect representation of that.
1: You know what? Before I had my son, I was working out six to seven days a week and not because I was addicted or I felt like I needed to punish my body. I genuinely just, I loved moving my body and I loved going to the gym. It's always been my outlet and my me time. And after I had my son, obviously I don't have as much time and I want to spend more time with him in the mornings. I actually feel better and not treating my own form, but I think I look more healthier and like I eat better. I feel like my whole relationship around my body image and my energy and my health is better now that I train less. So I definitely Uh, don't advise anyone to be training and smashing themselves in the gym six or seven times a week. It's so unnecessary to live a healthy, active lifestyle.
0: One hundred percent, because I have been someone who was at the other end of the spectrum where I was training a lot, and within the past year or so, I've actually reduced the amount to three to four times a week and. I'm feeling so amazing from that, like not only just within my training, but my overall day-to-day life. So I find I actually have less stress. I find, you know, you're constantly stressing about when to get to the gym and how to get to the gym. And exercise is actually a form of stress upon the body. So if you are going through a stressful period, sometimes exercise can just make you more stressed. So it's about you really knowing when it is good to work out and when you're just kind of forcing it upon yourself.
1: The power of rest, sleep, and chilling the F out is so important for our mindsets and bodies. Like, that is something that having a baby has definitely forced me to learn. And I'm so grateful for that lesson. Like, rest is just, yeah, it's people don't talk about it enough.
0: Yeah, 100%. So, with your hectic work and life schedule, what are three everyday must dos when you're trying to balance that all out? Scheduling is
1: definitely very important for me, like time management. I really have to structure when I do what. That comes down to literally like every Sunday I'll sit down and I know what times and days I have meetings, what times and days I have appointments. When I'm spending quality time with my son, I schedule in a date night every single night with my husband because that's something I enjoy and it's important to stay connected with him. I believe that relationships are the foundation for a happy life. Like where you live emotionally is everything. So that's really important. Without that, I feel like I would be so scattered and all over the shop. Mm. I also think a must do is like setting boundaries. I think boundaries are so important. I'm such a yes person and a people pleaser and I've really had to learn the power of no and yes, setting boundaries and asking myself like at what cost. Every time I get asked something, I'm like, oh, I could do that for that person or do this for me or take that opportunity. But at what cost? Is it the cost of my energy? Is Cost of time away from my family—is it the cost of less sleep? Is that something that I must do? That I always ask myself every week or every day that something new comes in.
0: I love that. Yes, yeah, so true. I also love how you said you know, kind of scheduling in your own time and things to help your own like mental health and well-being because that is so important. You know, I find yeah, we can get so fixated on getting a lot done, and it's kind of like you're not really focusing on being productive anymore. You're just focusing on achieving more. And as humans, we actually mistake. Movement for progress, you know, and sometimes yeah. in order to achieve progress, you need to be focusing on your well being and the fundamentals of your health and happiness first.
1: And that overall self care, like it, it might not be every day, but every single week and most days, I will do something that, you know, is considered self care, whether that's my 10 big breasts, or it's doing a face mask at home, or it's taking a hot bath, or it's going and sitting outside for 10 minutes without anyone around me might be going to the toilet without my son having to have 3 million conversations. So just <laughs> having, like, time, to me, as I get older, I really need that space and that is a must-do to be able to juggle everything I do and be
0: in a good state to do it. I bet you, like, when you do that, you have more energy, your mental clarity is better, you're able to make better decisions. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's about prioritising yeah. things that are going to make you, like, have this in a sustainable life because you want to be having kind of, like, a successful Busy schedule your whole entire life. So, you want to be making the habits now that are going to be making it lasting and realistic. Oh, for sure. If it's
1: unrealistic or you're hating the schedule, you're hating, you know, waking up each day, you're never going to stick to it. It's about finding what works for your lifestyle and also finding how you can enjoy it. Because if you're just trying to live what someone else is doing or what someone says you should be doing or what you think society says is the right or wrong thing to do, you're never going to be able to maintain that. So, it's very important to stay in your own lane and
0: figure out what works for you. Exactly. A hundred percent. So because you are a mummy, do you ever struggle with like any mum guilt when you're away from Taj, like with work or anything like that? Because I know that you do do a little bit of traveling when you're working with brands or you're releasing your own brand. Do you struggle with that mum guilt?
1: Yeah. I mean, I would be lying if I've said I've never struggled with it. There's definitely times where it pops up, but I think I put a new meaning on it from a dear friend of mine, Katie Dean. She once said to me, and I I say this to all mums that feel it because I don't know a mum that does not feel guilty like most days of their lives. Guilt is when you think what you're doing is wrong. So if I get a thought that comes in, it's like, oh, I feel so guilty. I'm at work today. I feel so guilty that I've travelled here. I've done that. I'm like, okay, Ash, hang on a second. And I ask myself an empowering question like, like, if I felt guilty about going to the gym, is you going to the gym actually wrong? Is you taking a date night with your husband actually wrong? Is you going to work to live on your passion, to you know be able to pay the bills? Is that wrong? Like, Do you really think you should be feeling guilty about this? And if your best friend came to you and said, oh, I'm so guilty for going to the gym or I'm so guilty for going to work, what advice would you give them? You would probably want to slap them and say, don't be ridiculous. you going to the gym is so important. You're going to do your self-care or have a date night with your husband or go to work because you have to pay bills. That's what you need to do. To live, to be happy, to fill your own cup up, and when you do those things for yourself and have time away, for me personally, I come back a more patient mum, a more happy mum, a more understanding exactly. mum. Yeah. and also being the walking example for him that if you want something really bad or you want to, you know, set a certain standard for your life or live a certain lifestyle or chase after your dreams, and you have to work hard for it. Sometimes that means sacrificing, you know, time away from your friends or family, but once again, I balance this all out. So I make sure I have a lot of quality time with Taj. So that's my little boy's name. So when I do go away, I don't feel that guilt because I know that I've, I've remained connected with him and I haven't not had that time with him. So yeah, I don't get it very often these
0: days because I've changed my meaning and I've got a really positive outlook to it. Yeah, 100%. Because just because you're having that guilt doesn't mean it's it's true, just because you're having them thoughts doesn't mean it's facts. And I love that you can say when you do these things, you actually come back a better mum.
1: 10 times better mum. Yeah, yeah, I could not be at home. Honestly, I probably get slammed for this, but I could not be at home 24 hours a day, seven days a week, playing remote control cars with Taj. I just couldn't do it. I'm a mum, and that is my first priority. He is my first priority, 100%. But I do think it's important that we don't lose ourselves in motherhoods. And it's okay to want to do other things. It's okay to have passions. It's okay to still have fun. It's okay to still go on trips with your girlfriends. It's okay to still be sexy wife with your partner. You know, you, you can wear many hats. You don't have to just be a mum. And if you do want to just be a mum and then makes you happy, that's okay. But I also want to like speak loud and proud that it's okay yeah. if you are desiring and wanting other things in your life. That is so yeah.
0: okay. And like you said, don't lose yourself in the feeling that you need to be this perfect mum that society yeah. has kind of like labelled perfection to be because at the end of the day, there is no perfect mum, there's no perfect dad, there's no perfect kid. It's just about doing what is going to work for you and your lifestyle and I bet 100% when you do see Taj, it's such good quality time. I can see when he's on your story, yeah. you know, he's are cooking, he's a doing stuff that you both are generally yeah. just having the best time. and. Yeah, if you're going to be spending 24-7 at home, I honestly feel as though you're not able to give that kid quality time because you're just there all the time and you're a bit exhausted and, you are not allowing yourself to kind of come back and be refreshed.
1: When I had Taj, I didn't get nine months off maternity leave. Like, I own a business. If I stop, the whole business crumbles. People are out of jobs. You know, I can't contribute. I can't do what I've got to do. So I didn't get that time off. So it was a juggle. But I found that if I was trying to juggle, like, being around him 24-7 and being on my phone, I was only like 50% present with him. He wasn't getting that quality time. So now I schedule and structure. It's easier now. He's older. Obviously, when you're breastfeeding, it's quite hard. But now he's older, I schedule in my time with him and I schedule in the days and the mornings and the things that we go and do, is sports and everything. But then I also schedule in the time where I work. So when I'm at work, I'm 100% at work. When I'm at home with him, I'm 100% at home with him.
0: Yeah, see, and that's something that I love that you are so proud about because it's something that a lot of people do get scared to talk about.
1: Yeah, I can see why because honestly, the mum world, oh, it can be scary. Some people have some strong opinions on what is right and wrong and everyone's got their own
0: rule book, but that's where you just got to stay in your lane. (laughs) Like I'm a dog mum and I still get kind of shut down every now and again. (laughs) Yeah.
1: <laughs> like yeah, you
0: kids. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's a whole oh, level. Oh, <laughs> I'm ready, I'm ready. So, next question: What is your secret to staying fit with your busy schedule? Because girl, you look amazing.
1: Actually, to be honest, I don't even think I'm that fit. And I'm not just saying that. Like, I don't train enough to be like really, really fit anymore. I don't have much endurance. And when I go to train, a hand of my heart, it is honestly just to move my body. I don't have any physical goals or like I've got to be able to do this and that. I go just to move my body. So I wouldn't say I'm fit, but I just say I do it because it makes me feel good and it's my health. Like it's my mental health. If I don't exercise or move my body in some way, shape, or form each day, even if it's a 20 minute walk around the streets around my house, yeah, I'm just not as happy. I'm not as clear. I'm not as proactive. I'm not as patient with Taj or my husband. So I think the secret to staying fit or healthy is consistency. And once again, scheduling in that time to get it done. Because if you don't, it's so easy for mum life or for work life or for other people, especially if you're a people pleaser, to get in the way or all of that. Whereas if you schedule that time in and you're consistent with it, even when I'm travel, like I still walk every day. I don't care where I am. I will walk every single day that is structured in, that is scheduling, that is my time, good for my body, good for my mental health. It's just like a non-negotiable.
0: Yeah. So like doing things in your everyday life that are going to even keep you active doesn't necessarily mean going to the gym, but you know, like you no. said, going for walks or parking further away at the shopping center, just even creating habits yep. that are going to help you stay fit and healthy. It doesn't necessarily need to be made in the gym. It can be made in your everyday life.
1: And I think that's really good with kids too. Like I do wear Apple Watch and I love getting to 10,000 steps a day. It just, I find it keeps me accountable and I just feel good getting that amount in. But if I haven't hit that, like I'll go down to the beach and we'll just run run around and like splash in the waves and make sandcastles. And before you know it, you've had two hours of like being active out in the sunshine, spending quality time with your kids, like being in the fresh air. is so good for the soul and you've moved your body. It doesn't have to be
0: thrashing yourself doing HIIT cardio five times a week. Exactly, yeah. So... Really, the answer to that is just basically creating kind of like a fit and healthy lifestyle, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, lifestyle. Mm. Yeah. So with your new clothing line, Baseline, what was the hardest part about releasing that?
1: I've really had to think about this. There's obviously there's so many logistics behind the scenes that go wrong, like when samples don't arrive on time or...
0: I know. It's something that like people don't really talk about through social media. Hence why I'm like excited for, for this answer. Yeah,
1: even like... Some of our clothes are made, you know, in China and with the coronavirus going on at the moment, it's already pushed back my second launch. You know, there's so many little things that that go wrong or happen. But for me, I think the hardest thing was because I was so excited about it and I've worked on it for over a year before I could even talk about it was the people pleaser in me of how they were going to transition from a rebrand because I re- I had another activewear brand and you know, I've rebranded to baseline and made a lot of changes. Even though I knew they were really the best changes and the right decision, a lot of people were really attached to my old brand and they loved the clothes. So just how they were going to take it or how they might twist the situation or like... I don't know. I just was worried what they would think or say. And that's, it sounds so silly, but that was like the hardest thing of launching it. But I think I got like two negative comments and they were just like, oh, I don't like the colors. One said, mm. I don't like the name baseline. That was it. Everyone else was so supportive and excited and so understanding. And like, they were like, wow, you've made the best decision. It was, it was really beautiful. So all that worry was such a waste of energy and a big lesson mm. for me not to like overthink at all.
0: It's definitely hard though to kind of start a new project or start something and not to have kind of like that negative thinking. You know, you're always trying to cater for others. Yeah, yeah you're always going to have that self-doubt. Do you know what I mean? So how do you deal with self-doubt when you're about to launch something different or you're about to launch something completely new or start a new project? How do you deal with that self-doubt?
1: I think self-doubt, is once again, it's just an emotion. It's a feeling. It's it's a state that you can get in. So I try not to like sit there for too long I let it come up I kind of let it sit for a bit and then I start asking myself questions I'm always like interviewing myself or being my own like investigator so like why do you think you're feeling like that what are you actually worried oh, about I love is that, that I the understand. truth is that yeah. really going to happen question your thinking yeah like
0: actually yes.
1: be your own interviewee and just like ask so once I start asking those questions I kind of most of the time giggle at myself and I'm like, oh, well, you don't really need to be feeling like that then and kind of move on. And stop trying to control everything. Like we can't we can't control everything. Let go of what you can't control of right now. Take control of what you can and just do the best you can. Like what else can you expect of yourself? It's ridiculous that we have such high expectations on ourselves to constantly be positive and happy and motivated and everything be so rainbows and butterfly and smooth sailing like Shit's gonna go wrong. It is in your business, in your life, in your relationship, shit's gonna happen. It's the meaning that you put on it and how you step through it and not
0: fall into that victim mentality that really matters. A hundred percent. I do love that. And kind of like be okay with feeling shit and be okay with failing and be okay because it's a part of a process, a part of a cycle, you know. Sometimes we feel yeah. good, sometimes we succeed, sometimes we suffer, sometimes we learn. Like allow yourself to go through them different stages and don't, like you said, try to control everything because there's no right way to succeed.
1: And even if you're feeling something or if something does go wrong, like I honestly do truly believe that everything happens for a reason and when you can put a bit more trust and faith in the universe and just allow it to go on its journey and when you can find the lessons in the hard times, like even my back at the moment, I've cried that many times that I can't do weights purely because weights makes me feel good and it's always been my stress relief for like 10 years now. And my rehab coach keeps saying to me, well, this is life teaching you that you need to find new tools to deal with your stress. Because if you're stressed, you just go smash out a session and you feel better. Like this is teaching you how to meditate. This is teaching the importance of of stretching. This is teaching you the importance of slowing down. Like there's so many lessons in the really hard times. If we can like open up our minds a little bit more and once again, investigate why this is showing up. It's showing up for a reason. If
0: your body is, you know, Injured, or it's showing signs that you something needs to change. Then you need to listen to that because your body is smart. And Ashley was just talking about her back right now, and that it's kind of it's a signal that she needs to cope with her stress a little bit more. Yeah. So, so Ashley, how do you deal with stress?
1: I do a lot of self care, and like I said before, if I don't start my day with a morning walk or my breasts or my stretching, then I find I get more stressed. And even lately, I feel like I've been a lot more anxious because I've got too much on my plate. I've got too much work on at the moment. There's too much going on. So I've had to restructure some things. I've had to change some things and make some big decisions to kind of take some steps back so that I can be a bit more relaxed and get back in that zen and happy mode. So it's just always reevaluating what's going on and where you're feeling and figuring out a new way to make it
0: work. Exactly. Because stress is its a part of life, but it's about learning to reduce that and how to deal with it correctly because it is going to arise. It's just about how you, you can't avoid it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So my last question to you, Ashi, is when I talk about finding your balance, what does your balance look like for you?
1: Well, I think people always say that you can't have your cake and eat it too, which I think is bullshit. I think if you've got things and people and activities or whatever it is that makes you happy, make it work. Like I was saying before, if you're a mum, does that mean that you can't have fun? You can't travel. You can't be sexy. You can't have adventures. You can't work. Like I have a lot of things that make me happy. That's my husband. That's family times. That's Seeing my girlfriends, that's traveling, that's working, that's me time, that's, you know, socializing. I make sure I fit all of those things into my week. And when I do, I feel balanced and happy. If I restrict any of that, say if I don't have date night for three weeks, I won't feel happy and balanced. If I can fit everything that I like to do, and it's just about setting boundaries and being really good at time management, Mm -hmm. I feel balanced and I feel happy. That's always my goal.
0: I do love that because a lot of people, they think that if you're, you know, hustling and working hard, you need to be making huge sacrifices, but it's not the case. If you want this, this, and this, and this, just work hard to be able to balance it all out. So no, I do love that, Ashi.
1: And there is seasons for sure. Like when I was launching Baseline, of course, that took more of my time and I didn't get to see my girlfriends as much. You've got to be flexible within that balance. But when you when you understand it or you don't get so caught up and and you know that it's just a phase or a season in your life and you get back on track as soon as you can. So you give yourself that kind of, I don't know, breathing space.
0: It doesn't have to be like that forever. Like you said, you have to sacrifice seeing your friends, but just have that understanding that it doesn't need to be like that forever. It's just your season right now. Yes, exactly. No, I love that. Thank you so much for coming on aboard, Ashy. Even I have got some really good tips that I've literally wrote down. So thank you so so much.
1: You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. It was an awesome conversation.
0: So open and just like real, no sugarcoating. Yeah, no, exactly. And if any of my sea casters do want to find you, Ashy, where can they find you? I think the best
1: place is probably Instagram. I'm just Ashy Bynes, or my podcast as well, which I have you on
0: coming soon, which is awesome. Which is raw and real raw and real podcast beautiful thank you so much i will talk to you soon and see classes. i hope you did like this episode i will see you guys in the next one bye bye <laughs>